On tonight's Serial Killer Podcast with Carlos Cicero, we'll talk about the one and only Ted Bundy. While it's a spooky season, I think he fits the great description of a monster. Let's start off with some background knowledge about him. Ted Bundy was born November 24, 1946 in Burlington, Vermont to a single mother. This mother had rumors circulating the block. She was shamed by many for being an unmarried mother. Now, his young childhood is pretty irrelevant, but during his teenage years, he would wander the streets at night looking for discarded pornography in open windows to spy on women. Now, if that isn't a huge drag flag, I don't know what it is. He also had an extensive juvenile theft record, but it was dismissed by the time he was 18. He managed a decently normal life and graduated college in Washington in 1972 with a degree in psychology and was accepted into law school. Now, while he was in college, he started his murder career. While he attended college in Washington, he would lure his victims in an awful but genius way. He would either have a sling or a fake cast so that these young women would give him assistance. He would usually strike them in the head. He would put them in his blue Volkswagen to later rape and murder them. He would typically murder them by beating them to death. Now, many of his victims were young and female. Many of them were college students and it's believed that they looked like his former ex-girlfriend who had long black hair. He killed them throughout four states, including Washington, Utah, Colorado, and Florida. He would usually have sexual intercourses with his corpses until he couldn't bear the smell. In his own apartment, he would even display some of the decapitated heads on his shelves. Now, you'd think that he would be an extreme killer that would be easily detectable to the public, but he was socially functioning, overall just charming and intelligent man who got undetected. However, this didn't save him, and he would not face the consequences. His consequences started when he was pulled over for a car search in 1975. In the car, they had found mask, handcuffs, and rope. On the handcuffs, they were compared to a victim, and they were a match. A piece of evidence that led him to be guilty was the night he attacked a group of girls in Florida, leaving only two survivors. One of the survivors stepped up and deemed Bunny to be the killer. I believe the biggest piece of evidence to charge him was a bike mark that was left on a victim's photox. These teeth marks were identified and they were matched to Bundy. Ted Bundy had later confessed to killing 30 women, but the real number will forever be unknown. He was charged for the first-degree murders of Broman and Levy and the attempted murders of Kleiner, Chandler, and Thomas on July 24, 1979. Then he attended his second murder trial for the murder of Kimberly Leach, a 12-year-old girl. He was found guilty. Hours before his scheduled execution, He was granted to stay to determine his mental competence. 13 months later, he was deemed fully competent for trial. For almost some reason, many women have found the murderer charming and attractive while he was on trial. He was sentenced to death by the court and died on the electric chair on January 24, 1989 at 7.16 a.m. People were outside cheering during this execution. What attracted me to Tim Bundy was how popular the case was and how little I knew about it. I've always heard about Ted Bundy this, Ted Bundy that, but had no idea about it. I believe the most interesting thing about this killer is how he slipped away. Again, he was public to the charm. He was charming to the public, but that ain't, uh, that went unnoticed. It was easy for him to fit into society and lure his victims. One, one cool thing I learned about Ted Bundy was how he escaped prison, and he didn't even escape prison once, he escaped twice. Overall, I think this was a unique case, and I hope no one else follows his footsteps.